from Rabbi Nassim Sherman's masterful introduction to the original Art Scrollers Haggadah. Magid, we are now ready to begin the narrative of the Exodus. This must be done when the matzah lies before us. For the matzah is called Lechem Oni, which is interpreted by our sages as Lechem Sha'onin Alav Dvarim Habe, the bread over which many things are answered. Of course, the term Lechem Oni also means the bread of affliction and poverty. And a poor man does not feast over a whole loaf because he is never certain that he will have food for the next meal. He takes a small piece, putting most of the bread away for later, according to Rav Hai Gaon. Therefore, we break the matzah and put away the larger part for the afikomen, keeping the smaller piece in front of us during the telling of the Haggadah. Why not break the top matzah? The first blessing said at the meal, on bread, that's the word, on matzah, is hamotzi lechem in aretz. At Shabbos and Yom Tov meals, this blessing must be said over unbroken loaves, or on Pesach, unbroken matzahs. Only afterward <coughs> will we say the blessing for the commandment of, of matzah, which recited over the broken piece, the bread of poverty. We therefore arrange the matzahs in order in which they are needed, leaving the top for the the top matzah unbroken for the bracha of hamotzi lechem, <coughs> ready for the first. Blessing. <coughs> the larger part of the of the middle matzah is uh, <coughs> placed under the pillow. That's how it's brought in many commentaries. Many explanations have been offered for this custom to protect the afikomen <coughs> in keeping with the obligation to guard the matzot, which is stated in the Torah. Another one is to ensure that it will not be mixed up with other matzahs and inadvertently eaten. And, <coughs> and the third one, in order not to, inverted commas, shame it, so to speak, as it will be set aside and bypassed till the end, very end of the meal. Also, the hiding of the afikomen stimulates the children's questions and keeps them awake by encouraging them to try and steal it. This custom reflects another interpretation of the Talmudic ruled <coughs> rule to get the matzah quickly. According to the Rokeach, in wrapping up the afikomen, we reenact the way in which the Jews carried their dough out of Egypt. This is also the purpose of the custom mentioned <coughs> in the instructions of the Haggadah to put the afikomen over one's shoulder. The Mechilta explains that the Jews cherished the mitzvah of matzah too much to let their animals carry the dough. Instead, they carried it on their backs. Various similar customs exist, as particularly among Sephardic Jews. They are all all designed to help us live through the experience of going out of Egypt. In a deeper sense, the hiding of the Afikomen symbolizes that the Exodus was only the beginning of the process of redemption, and part of it is still hidden. Safun, as it says in the Seder. That is why the eating of the afikomen, which is our 
substitute or as it were representation of the Pesach sacrifice <coughs> begins the second part of the Seder which is to, dedicated to the future redemption and why the Afikoma is the last food of the evening so that its taste remain in our mouths for the rest of the night according to Sfas Emes With the matzah line before us, we are ready to begin the central commandment of night, Sipur Yitziat Mitzrayim, telling about the exodus from Egypt, Haggadah. We commonly use this word to describe the text that is used at the Seder. We call it a Haggadah. But in a wider sense, it refers to all the discussion of our deliverance from Egypt, which takes place in the night. <coughs> it is derived from the Hebrew verse, V'higadatalavincha, you shall tell your child. And it really means telling. But it can be understood as a showing, a demonstrating, or as a giving thanks for our liberation.